I'm Aria Schwartz, along with my co-host, Rachel Galligan, and welcome to the Windsider Show, where it's all about the W. Today, we're talking any updates or news that we've learned about the 2020 season. please consider joining our patreon community for less than a cup of coffee a month you can directly show support for the hard work we do covering the w as we like to do we've brought matt ellen tuck to join the show and discuss what we know or what we've learned or what we don't know and all the in between of the WNBA's 2020 season rachel thanks for joining us matt thanks for joining us uh how you guys doing matt you know just sitting here scrolling on twitter all day <laughs> Did that finger work out? Like usual. <laughs> Rachel, how you doing? I'm good. Just patiently waiting for, you know, just the facts and, you know, trying to see what this is going to be about and excited to kind of jump on here and talk to you guys about it. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, let's, let's make it clear. Rachel and Matt are much wiser than I uh, and don't want to speculate. They want to talk about things that they know uh, and that are factual or honestly i i because it's a hot topic now i'm gonna say let's put an asterisk on factual just because every moment things are changing um so don't judge us if you know we say they're gonna test you three times before going and then tomorrow or an hour from now after we publish this they announce they're gonna test you five times i mean we're working on the information known today me personally i'm a little bit more down with talking in the realm of what are possibilities uh, and, and not necessarily actual facts on the ground. Um, and that's just because what else are we going to talk about in my mind? Like there's so much unknown um, and there's so much room for us to discuss. So I'm just going to throw this out there and then we'll hop into the things that we actually know. Um, there's been a lot of talk about this due date, if you will, this deadline for players to announce um, and I'm going to hop over to Matt in a moment and put him on the spot and have him talk about what we've seen on the NBA side in regard to that. Um, and maybe we can assume, infer, whatever, that how it's going to uh, play over to the W side. But for me, the question that I pose, very much so, I had this thought before, and then watching Simone Augustus's and Simone Augustus's and Devereaux Peters' um, Instagram live story the other day, it really got me thinking more so about this as a key element of this due date process of this deadline process, which is what do the players have to gain by announcing before the deadline, opting out before the deadline. Now, can the league really punish them if they opt out after the deadline? And if they can, I'm curious to see what that punishment would be. And what do the players gain by opting out? Like think about it from a player's perspective. Uh, I know the devil's advocate will say, well, you're helping your team out. You're putting your team in a better situation where they can get some of these free agents uh, and bring them down to Florida. So I completely get that. But there's also the element of why not keep your options open? As Simone Augustus point blank said on the Instagram live, um, which I know there's reasons that you can refute uh, aspects of this, like there will be a season. But what she said was basically, if you opt out before the deadline and there is no season, you get nothing. 
if you opt out after the deadline and there is no season, or sorry, if you don't opt out before the deadline and there is no season, you're getting paid for the season. So to me, it's why not keep your options as long as you can? Uh, I know before we got on the show, Matt, you kind of spoke about how this is a game of poker being played. Um, talk to me about what's going on in the NBA side. I know we don't like to compare the NBA and the WNBA, but talk to me what's going on on their side in respect to a, a semi-similar situation. Well, just from reading what a bunch of the uh, the NBA reporters who know what's going on on the inside, the, the NBA doesn't seem to be taking their opt-out deadline, which I believe was also yesterday, um, seriously, uh, just because that kind of like what, you know, what punishment's going to come if they opt out later. And also, I think in the NBA, they had um, a final roster decision that wasn't until after the opt-out deadline. So... Uh, players weren't taking that seriously, and I, I don't know if WNBA players are maybe doing the same. I think this is a really just like dicey game of every like rules being made on the fly, and uh, just a lot of confusion, and you know everyone trying to do what's best for themselves, and that's just kind of created this bizarre airwave where I think everybody's kind of waiting to see what everybody else does, and. Also, with Florida just spiking in cases by the day, I think as more time goes on, the more players are kind of thinking like, what you know, what's going on? What's going to happen? Is Am I going to do this for no reason? Um, so I don't know. A lot of it's just sitting and waiting and seeing what final decisions actually come out. All right, Rachel, over to you. I got a question for you. I saw recently on social media, uh, this is a little bit of left field. I did not prep you for this. Uh, so you know this is the raw answers we used to do WNBA or Winsider Uncut. They interviewed someone interviewed Shaquille O'Neal and said, "Shaq, if you were in the league right now, would you go to Florida and play?" Rachel, my question for you is: You also are a Hall of Fame basketball player and coach. Um, if you were in the league right now, with all that's going on, simple yes or no, would you be playing? Yes. All right. All right, now let's move on. A few things, unless you want to expand on that. I'm not going to put that pressure on you. Yeah, um, th- there's a lot to that, but but I'll just, yeah, let's just leave it at yes, I would. Um, well, because you're a juggernaut. Uh, all right, let's talk about what we do know, things that ha- have kind of expanded, uh, things that Simone Augustus talked about on our Instagram Live. I've confirmed uh, not only through Michelle Vopel's article, but also through some external sources. Uh, players will be tested three times before going to Florida, plus a quarantine, a self-quarantine before going to Florida, and a, and a quarantine after you get there. Also, tests will be done daily for the first few weeks that you're in Florida. And this is the one that uh, apparently is a huge sticking point between the players and the league. Team staff, so we're talking coaches and trainers, is going to be six people. And basically, we're talking about one trainer, one trainer for these players, possibly two trainers, if you're good. And and that brings a lot of concern. Rachel, why don't you talk about why that brings concern, why the players are concerned about the fact that a, a roster of 12 players is going to have one trainer? I mean, I, I can only speculate on that. Um, you know, I, I definitely understand keeping things at a minimum. Um, I, you know, I don't know how every team works in the league. Um, if there's, you know, usually they do just have one trainer that's kind of appointed with their team that travels with the team. And so I, 
to me, just looking at that, it doesn't seem like that is anything different than what they do in a regular season as they they have a trainer. Now that that trainer probably has two or three assistants, at least when they're at home that don't travel with the team. Um, so, you know, I, I, my, my guess is it's probably tailored around the, the notion of, you know, keeping the numbers down and keeping contact with different people at a minimum. And, um, I can understand the league's, um, you know, desire to do that, you know, just kind of appoint one person per team and, and just kind of keep it very enclosed from that aspect. But I do think that some of these teams, especially when they're used to playing at home, they've had access to multiple trainers and, um, you know, you can get a little bit spread thin, you know, when, when we're talking about treatment and we're talking about things that need to be done uh, to keep these elite athletes, you know, playing at their best, having one trainer, you know, is a lot um, that, that is on her shoulders or his or her shoulders. So uh, from a player's perspective, I do think that, um, you know, there there would be some concerns of just how are we going to get the treatment in that we need to have for us to function um, day in and day out of practice or in game day, all those sorts of things, um, which from, from their perspective is a valid concern. Yeah. I mean, like, again, like we have to realize that the player's number one concern has to be I don't want to speak for the players, but it's their safety and their health. Um, you know, making sure that they don't feel like they're putting themselves in a situation where when they're going on the court, they're going to be extremely likely to get injured. Like, obviously, we're already in a situation where injuries are going to be more prone because a lot of these players haven't been on the court in who knows how long. Um, but I want to talk about something else with you, Matt. I want your feelings on this. Uh, Ari Chambers, shout out to Ari Chambers, had a few... Uh, for me, eye-opening and bluntly honest, and I was really happy to see these bluntly honest tweets and quotes come out from the Thomas twins, as I like to call them, Alyssa and Jasmine Thomas. Alyssa Thomas said she will be going down to Florida and giving it a chance. Jasmine Thomas said, I feel like I want to go down there and give it a chance and see what it's like. I'm in Connecticut right now, preparing my body to be its healthiest. Um, we've seen a lot of players, and I've been curious about this, we've seen a lot of players say when asked if they're going Neka Agumake uh, on that ESPN video said I'll be there but not I'm going to be playing we've seen some other players say you know uh shout out to John W Davis who wrote an article with interviews from Brittany Sykes who said I'm going to be playing um we've seen a lot of players differ on what exactly they're saying and props to the Thomas twins for bluntly saying what they mean what are those quotes, and when you see these quotes and how they're worded slightly differently from different players throughout the league, what does that say to you? Um, I don't know if it means much. I think everyone's just kind of um, weary about you know saying they're going to be there no matter what just because we're living through a freaking global pandemic. So I think things can and will change, and you know there might be some players who go down to Florida and you know, some players might test positive and they might peace out. And uh, this is just a weird sort of, I don't even want to call it, I don't even know what to really call it. It's like a crap situation that players are trying to play through. I, I think that's it. I don't I don't think there's anybody who's like, can't wait to go to Florida and play through this. Um, it's just kind of their livelihoods. And we know that athletes don't really have long careers, um, only if the select few if they're lucky. So if they're healthy and if they can play, I think a lot of them want to. Yeah, I hear that. Um, let's talk about real quick. I'm just going to run over a few players who have announced that they will not be partaking 
in this season. If I miss anybody, my apologies. Uh, please hop in and correctly correct me, Matt and Rachel. Renee Montgomery, Tiffany Hayes, Rebecca Allen, John Quill Jones, Maria Vidiva, Cecilia Zandalassini, Stephanie Talbot, uh, Marina Johannes, Hansu. Um, am I blanking on anybody? If I did, please correct me. Pause means I got everybody, or at least everyone that's, that's stuck it. out. So, so I think that's so far it. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it's it's an interesting time. And as news broke um, early this morning on June 26th, so a day after, uh, it seems that uh, it will be, as initial announcements have stated, 5 p.m. at your local time today on the 26th is going to be the new date, uh, the new time for this deadline. But as we touched, you know, what does that deadline mean? What weight does that deadline actually hold? We don't know. There's a lot of unanswered questions. Um, some other things that were really interesting from the Simone Augustus uh, Instagram Live, and I keep referencing this because it was, like I said, it was really nice and a breath of fresh air to have a player come out and just open up about a lot of the things that are going on. I mean, she talked about how it gets closer to the date. Anxiety starts to kick in about whether or not you're going to play just because I think, uh, I mean, Cheryl Reese spoke about this on, on one of her podcasts or something like that, or uh, a Zoom video conference call where she said, you know, a player can tell me they're playing until they get on that plane, until I see them in Florida, I don't fully believe it. Um, or, I mean, I'm not exactly quoting her. Matt, I know you were on that call also, but I mean, that's the idea that I think a lot of us need to keep in mind. And the closer we get to that July 6th date of when players are supposed to, uh, when teams are supposed to start flying down to Florida, I think that's going to be, I mean, in my opinion, you can set the date today, yesterday, three days ago, until we see who's actually in Florida, then we're not going to know who's actually going to be playing. Uh, something else Simone talked about though, is there's supposedly going to be a lounge or a rec center uh, for the players, what exactly that entails is not clear yet. Uh, but it's going to be an interesting time. I hope more news comes out. I hope more players speak about it. And I hope that uh, the three of us hop back on a call, hop back on a podcast episode and discuss it once we get a little bit more idea um, and can uh, get some hot takes going on who's going to win this championship. Because I am getting so tired of having to adjust my hot take on who's going to win the WNBA finals this year. Um, I don't even know. Who I'm at right now. I, I, you know what? Left field, New York Liberty are winning the finals um, <laughs> with, with their roster of 12 rookies. And it's going to be the greatest, most shocking thing ever. I'm calling it now. Put your money down in Vegas. Uh, Matt, remind the folks where they can find you. Uh, my Twitter, uh, at MLNTuck. That's where I am. I, that's where I am literally all day. Dude, you got a sub stack. Plug that. <laughs> uh sure yeah my 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 substacks attached to that in uh in my bio boom check his bio people <laughs> rachel where can people find you i mean i'm sure if you're listening to this you already know on twitter but yeah <laughs> twitter rach gal that's pretty much the only place i'm at i'm, I'm dropping that you just like you you already know who i am i'm too big <laughs> i mean not really but that's not the way i meant it but okay <laughs> yeah, we'll take it Hey, as we always say, we believe the women of the W deserve the same in-depth analysis and respect that men's sports receive on a daily basis. With that in mind, please consider joining our Patreon community to help support us and the hard work that we do. Boom.